Hi, and welcome to a bonus episode of Christmas in July, Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. With me, your host, Megan Tripp, and guest of the PJC Podcast, Dane Fox McGraw. Hey, Dane. Hi. Hi, I'm Dane. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? I'm doing okay. Not great after watching this train wreck of a movie, but you know. No, it wasn't even a train wreck. That's too interesting. This is um Yeah. This is a this slow is like... quicksand of like panic and like is this real life and somebody throw me a vine or a rope of some sort of like plot, like a plot line. Please. <laughs> Any plot line at all. Anything even if it to save was me completely from... incongruous uh, with the movie. It'd be fine. <laughs> Uh, why'd you make me watch this why did i volunteer to watch this (laughs) yeah i i looked up later to see wait was this a movie on tv like i really hope so because it seemed to be but like this this movie wasn't even on hallmark this was on up this was a canadian movie that got shipped to america and stuck on the up channel (laughs) Is that why it had two different titles? Probably, yeah. Because, because, okay, Falling for Christmas, I get it. Figure Skater, Fallen, I get it. But then the other one that's on IMDb is a snow-capped Christmas. Which, what, what? That doesn't have anything to do with skating or anything that happened in the film. The film. I mean, there's mountains. There's mountains. (laughs) Megan, you got me there. There are <laughs> mountains. Check Good lord, I forgot. I forgot about the mountains, though. Oh, jeez. Okay. No, it's perfectly applicable, uh, then. This is like a screensaver. <laughs> it's a screensaver of a movie. It really is. Because <laughs> so little happens. Yeah. It's, it's um, pretty miraculous. So, I don't know. This episode <laughs> might be five minutes. <laughs> no, we got to dig in. We got to get into this. We really got (laughs) to suss out all the nitty gritty details. You want to start? You want to kick us off? All right. Sure. So Leah Renee plays the main character called Claire Benson. And she's a figure skater who's like, I don't know, 26. Do we ever get her age? I don't care. Um, What I do care about (laughs) is that there were three different fonts. Just in the opening titles alone, and uh, call me a font nerd, but... You're a font nerd. I kinda. I mean, <laughs> I, I, if, at least I have some basis of design at all. And you don't use three different fonts. You use maybe two at most. But there was... Yeah, if you're feeling spicy. If you're feeling spicy. Uh, thank God there was no papyrus or comic sans. But... <laughs> But at the same time, there was gradient within some of them. So immediately I got 90s clip art vibes just right off the bat, just right off the the get-go. I'm like, what am I in a Word document? Jesus. It it was tough. Yeah. So maybe this is more of a PowerPoint presentation of a movie than it is a screensaver. (laughs) I... Porque no los dos. I mean, come on. That's that's a very apt description for, for what's going on here. 
Um, yeah, and and the they they open on a, a a figure skater twisting her ankle, and the face is completely darked out with like announcer uh, narration over it, kind of throwing us the exposition a bit. Um, so of course it's not the actual actor <laughs> doing yeah. the figure skating. Because she can skate, but she can't do jumps, which is fair. I, yeah. Most people who aren't professional figure skaters can't do jumps. And I assume that most professional figure skaters don't have time to film movies. So, If any professional figure skater could film a movie, I think that this would be the shoe-in for them, though, since it doesn't require any acting of any real caliber throughout the entire thing. Like she does her best with the role, but, uh, th- there's like, it's, it's like the weather of San Diego. It's just kind of nice. Like she's just, <laughs> she goes a little mean and then she goes a little sad. And then that's about the range of her or any other person with the exception of her coach, Julian, who yells a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, she uh after the the credits she starts exercising in a random stairwell, which I thought was uh you know, interesting. She's like sets up cones underneath some stairs and starts running around in there. You remember that part? I remember her doing that thing where she ran up to the top and then did the last step a number of oh, times yeah. just to like go up and down real quick but I, I missed the cones she put cones down underneath those stairs she did and but the the topper of like oh and here's a little treat for me a couple of stairs doing and then like i'm i'm doing cardio you can tell she's really working it hard there yeah Anyway, her uh, Star Trek science officer of a mom comes up in a bright blue <laughs> dress that m- makes her look kind of like Dr. Crusher. Kind of. St- I don't know who that is. That's uh, Star Trek. It's a Star Trek Next Generation thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, they all wear different uh, different colors for their different stations on the ship. And mom would be a science officer. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely not a feeling officer. Uh, she's played by Lisa Welchel, who played Blair in Facts of Life. Oh, okay. And Nice get. Uh, in case, yeah, in case she looked familiar and you're like, I know her and I associate her with daytime TV <laughs> or something. I don't know. I did not know her, and I did not associate her with anything except for being super untactful about bringing up their dead dad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the reason that Claire got into ice skating is because of her father, who's right. died, I don't know, a couple years ago, of I, th- I guess like a heart attack or something? Unspecified amount know. of time for an unspecified reason. Because who who needs to know why or when, when it just, it happened. All right. Get over it, says mom. <laughs> but then the mom's like, oh, you're not doing enough aside from focusing on ice skating. And you know, the reason why your father like 
passed away was because he was so stressed out about your ice skating. <laughs> so essentially, it's your fault he's dead. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it was real heavy. That's a crazy thing to say to your daughter. And and really nonchalantly, too. It's just really off the cuff. Just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. And your dad. Huh? And then and then moving on. <laughs> moving on from that. Oh, boy. Uh yeah, the actual quote is, maybe if your father didn't push so hard, he'd still be oh, here. Oh, fuck. And then they just, yeah, <laughs> they just keep talking. And she's like, yeah, well, he always loves, you know, ice skating or something. And then they just move on. And no one ever addresses the fact that her mom is like a monster for saying that. This, or that there's like, you know, deep hurt there or anything. No, we're just moving this on. This happens a lot. That I, I do got to give that to the film that... um it moves it just keeps moving like it it goes forward <laughs> something happens and they're like no time to address it we gotta keep going <laughs> leave those emotions behind they're weak <laughs> we gotta get to the mountains they're snow <laughs> they're very beautiful they are very beautiful um her coach is a dillweed um named julian who looks like a cut rate mm-hmm. kevin spacey um, I kept it, it didn't dawn on me till about halfway through the film but he's doing a pretty good I'm a dickish Kevin Spacey uh, <laughs> in my opinion I thought uh, with a signature scarf the man the man owns more scarves than I think any one person should yeah and speaking of like sci-fi costuming his scarves are like what is it tom baker long there it's they <laughs> get progressively the the more <laughs> afghani throughout <laughs> and not from the 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 you know not from afghan but like they, they <laughs> afghanistan more like an afghan like a like a throw uh, blanket like a blanket <laughs> like a long thin narrow blanket around his neck <laughs> and then by the end he's just like a tangla the pokemon tangla but of scarves he just uh just yeah. a pile you can't see his eyes through it anyway <laughs> he becomes swaddled like a baby but <laughs> instead of swaddling cloths a scarf just an enormous and scarf when, when you're this mean to the people you're with you have to swaddle yourself um <laughs> So she she hurts her ankle again, and he's like, don't worry about it, cortisone, whatever. Uh, but, sh- but then the doctor's like, no, it's worse than that. It's going to take, like, two months. But she doesn't have two months. She's got to go to the, the competition. They, and that's supposed to be in five weeks or six I months? I don't know. It was an, an amount of time that couldn't be had. Uh, they do go through great lengths to not say a location or like anything yeah, too specific. Um, maybe this is the Canadian Americana thing where they're like, we can't, yeah. we can't tell them it's Canada, so we got to have it in both places. If it's too specific, we'll alienate our audience. Because Americans just hate Canadians so much. We'd be like, what? She's going to, like, Canadian medicine? That socialist country? Get out of here. I'm not watching this. What's Banff? 
Why is she going to a place that's that's an X Men move, Bamf? Uh, no. Yeah, that's. But uh, it's tough. Well, he, he sends her to a place. That's, yeah. That. And it's like a resort, but also they take care of your physical needs, and there's doctors there. I this guess this fucking I place know. must cost a bazillion dollars a night, and that's a real canadian form of money it's a metric it's bazillion like loons, but bigger as lo- a loon as big as your head no it's <laughs> it's it's so posh it's the po- it, people are bringing her cider every five seconds they're like hey this this entire resort slash rehab center is catered hey you want some you want some cider with some cinnamon in it huh She's like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, I'll take some. I'll take some of that. But but on the way there, she she suddenly starts acting like a crazy spoiled princess, real out of the blue. Yeah. This movie didn't understand like who she was as a character and they're like, uh, maybe she's just really rich and posh and gets annoyed easily, or maybe she's like really insecure about what her life is going to be like after she's an athlete or maybe i don't know i'm gonna level <laughs> with you here Megan. character i'm gonna level with you i don't think they asked any of those questions i don't think <laughs> questions were asked <laughs> i think they said it's, yeah we got we gotta make her kind of bitchy so that there's at least it's some tension yeah because without without that, there'd be no tension. And now there is some tension. <laughs> the barest gossamer thread of tension here. I mean, it's it's like they nod to drama. It's it's more like a <laughs> hey, hey there, we see you over in the corner, drama. We're not gonna do anything about it, but uh she's just kind of mean to the people sh- and she's impatient. Oh no. Oh yeah. no, impatience uh anyway i I loved the vo for the driver because you can't pay extras don't do that don't pay extras to deliver lines just have them talk when you can't see their faces oh i didn't even notice (laughs) i'm i'm studying to be a vo actor uh for cartoons and video games and things um, so whenever there's like cool. narration or something, I'm, I'm hypersensitive to it, especially when the driver just seemed like a dude, like who's swerving <laughs> around on a, on a bright sunny day. That, that was nuts. Okay. So we have like a really wide road and to be honest, I don't drive in snow at all. I live in Florida. So for all I know, he hit a patch of ice or something, but from where we sit as we're watching the movie, there is no reason for him to just decide, I'm going to swerve a little to the left and a little to the right. Oh no, we're in a bank. I guess I should step on the gas and bury the tire in some snow. Uh, behind the curtain, I live in the Bay Area of California. Okay. Um, in a little place called Oakland. And I'll tell you, snow here doesn't exist either. So I... <laughs> I gotta say... Um, it looked, it looked a hundred percent real to me. It looked like he was definitely swerving for very real reasons that weren't 
made up so that we meet the romantic protagonist. We, that's, that's how, that's just how I saw it as not a snow boy. <laughs> yeah. For all we know, figure ice skating is a hoax <laughs> uh, of the Canadians. <laughs> it's all a ruse. How could you really, <laughs> how could you really like on those tiny little blades Go skating around on ice and then jump up. Like, it really doesn't make. Not really. I've heard of one axle, sure. <laughs> I've heard of two axles, but a triple axle? What? What? That is Canadian that is... black magic. <laughs> of course, you're gonna break your about ankle. This movie too. Yeah, but the thing about this movie is like, there's no such thing as a combination. No. <laughs> like no one's ever doing a triple double. No one does a double single, a double double. No, it's just like a jump, land, move on. It's, it's indicative <laughs> of the entire film because nothing is is gone into with any depth. It's always just surface no. level. No, no research was done. No, uh, no feelings were felt besides happy, <laughs> sad, surprised, disappointed. That maybe. Maybe those four. How many? What? Did, how many did I just say? No. Yeah, four. Yeah, that's four. Four. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got that. Um. Anyway, she just ditches her driver for a for a uh fucking uh what's it called snowcat one of those snowcat driver guys who's just going around yeah. on his snowcat. It's and she has like crazy boots, but she wants to like walk the whole way. Peter Pan boots. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy city boots. Oh my god. The city folk thrown around the city folk uh they're just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you suck cuz you're from the city." We get it. No, it's cool. You're from the city. You suck. Which, it it comes from the love interest guy Luke. And he's lived there, what, three years? He probably lived in a city before he lived there. And and it's not like it's not like anything they wear is lived in. It's all brand new Timberland boots and and like fucking North Face windbreakers. It's all very nice. Everyone everyone looks very nice. It's, they look like they could be staying at that resort. That's what everyone looks Everyone like. could afford that resort. They just choose not to. Um, right. I, I wrote down that it, it it's kind of like watching a Disneyland animatronic display. Like, everyone's just very, like, kind of herky-jerky. And uh, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Um <laughs> And then uh, everyone's favorite character actor, Lou, comes in. Uh, when I saw Lou, I was like, oh, man, that guy. He's He's been in stuff. Yep. And I'll tell you what. I think his name. I, what's that? I think his name is Lachlan Monroe. Yes. I looked him up, and he is fucking prolific, man. He's been in 238 titles. 238 I skimmed through it but I didn't realize it was that deep I just like 
went through is known for and there was like i don't know 30 things which is a lot for just the is known for but 238 of those 238 can you tell me or guess how many of those were christmas themed Ooh, i'm gonna say a good 30 to 40 percent okay that's a that's a little high it was five but (laughs) they were as follows the christmas nut Merry X-Mints, and that, of course, starred Dean Cain. Chris- yeah. Christmas Mail. Something called Thugaboo, A Miracle on Depot Street. Um, okay. <laughs> or D-, D. Rose Street, excuse me, not Depot. That's, uh, that's a home goods store. Um, <laughs> and then the infamous Deck the Halls uh, from the early 2000s. Oh. Is that the Matthew Matthew Broderick one? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I never saw it, but I did listen to the How Did This Get Made. It sounds pretty rough. (laughs) He was in that. Um, But, man, this guy guy works. He works hard for the money. Yeah. Which I can respect. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He's maybe one of the best parts... Him and Julian, the who comes up to visit her randomly, um, after like negging her a bit on the phone uh, about coaching another person, and being like, "No, baby, no, baby, you're the only one for me. This girl's nothing. She just wanted some consultation," and she's like, "No, you're you're coaching another person. Uh, I see what's going on." I mean, they didn't say all those things because that was somewhat interesting. They were. Yeah, they managed subtext in one scene. <laughs> it caught it my attention. One. It caught my attention. Um, <laughs> hey, look, there's some subterfuge going on. <laughs> it doesn't, you know, go anywhere because she doesn't seem to care one way or the other. She doesn't. If he's coaching someone else or not. No, <laughs> she has no reaction to it. Um but it does make him out to be the villain finally. So we got we got some. I don't know. There's some bullshit about Firewood with Lou. They're like, "Hey, Firewood delivery, you're in charge of all this firewood now, lady. We just met. Don't burn it all in one place." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lou is Luke's uh, brother, and she's like, "Oh, Lou and Luke." That's cute. Okay, I I didn't catch that they were brothers, so I'm like, I don't know why that's cute. Why is that cute? <laughs> also, just saying that's cute to two grown men yeah. just feels very patronizing. Oh, hey. I don't know you, but I think you're adorable. <laughs> Your name's great. Great job, guys. Your parents. Uh, yeah, Um. and then uh, next day... I mean, things just move right along. There's no, <laughs> there's no exploration. It's the next day. She goes into town. Luke, Luke is uh, putting up lights, and she needs to get her, uh, her uh, fucking skates sharpened. Um, and guess what? He's the one to do it because that man pops up like a bad penny. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's, it's strange because she's like, oh, you're like the town handyman. And he's like, why would you say that? 
And it's like, I don't know, dude, you were putting up lights earlier and now you own the handy shop and you chop wood. Like you do everything. (laughs) Why are you surprised that I would say that? He's like the, the video game shopkeeper where no matter where you are in the video game, it's the same dude just right there and you he's like hey what what'll you be having and you're like i've i saw you like 20 minutes ago in an entirely different location how'd you get here this is it's a small town it's a small town it's the smallest town because there's only four people who live there (laughs) i'd love it if this was like some sort of afterlife story. Yeah, she actually died. <laughs> cut to the end. <laughs> what? When that Uber X uh, crashed or <laughs> swerved slightly. It, slurved, it swerved slightly. She broke her neck in the swerve. And then everything from there on in is kind of like a Beetlejuice scenario or like a, like a ghost dad. No, that's you can't make that reference. That's a bad reference. Um, <laughs> that reference died. That reference is canceled. Um, yes. <laughs> anyway, they do more. They do more city talk, city folk talk. Like, oh, you're just a city folk. Yeah. Because um, he he said I I'll be gone for twenty minutes in the store, and she was annoyed by it, which. I think if it's anything other than five minutes, that is annoying. Because what I'm supposed to know when you started right. that twenty minutes? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it's it, it. They're going for small town vibe, but what you get is this doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't charge her. He doesn't ask for money for his services. And then later in the film, Lou's like, "Hey, you've never charged this guy, and now you're asking for money for him." What's the matter? Well, if he doesn't get money from anyone, man, I want to live in a small town that's snow-capped. That sounds great. I mean, if no one's going to charge me anything, it is probably really cheap to live there. Hey, hey, go on down to the Tack Shack. Not only is it super tacky and hilariously named, but nothing costs anything there. Luke... (laughs) Luke is running around like a banshee around this whole town trying to do everything for everyone. He doesn't have time to take your money. Go on, go on. you need some batteries? You need to use a sharpener tool? Then do it, because Luke, Luke's out. Luke's checked out, but he keeps the door open for y'all, so that's nice. Yeah. I guess you don't even need to like wait around to pay him, because he wouldn't take your money no, anyway. He wouldn't. So just like, walk in when he's not there. Your money's no good here. Up. And then walk out. Um, they talk about some ice being thin. Well, he, he talks about the thin ice with the old man. So there's like, there's one foreshadowing. One little, one little wisp of foreshadowing. And then she's like, hey, I got to skate. And he's like, ah, the skate place is all filled up with a kid's birthday. And she's super impatient. No, I got to do it now. Got to go fast. Now I'm Sonic the skate hog. Um, <laughs> so when she drives by the, the, the lake with the thin ice instead of the real rink, of course she's going to fall in. Of course she is. 
Yeah. That was weird because she's like, oh, could you drop me off here? And the driver isn't like, oh, don't, don't, don't stop no, here. No, don't. Because there's, because <laughs> the lake is, is too thin. The ice is too thin. Hey, I'm a, or I'm a local. Or why do you want to stop here in the middle of <laughs> yeah. nowhere? I'm a local and I but know this like, lake. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, go for it. I don't, I'm not actually a he's character. Like, I'm an autonomous vehicle. This is, <laughs> I have no input on your life, lady. Um, so she gets stuck out on the ice and ice, and of course Luke shows up and he's like, Hey, get off the ice. <laughs> yep. And I don't know. I think one foot goes into the water a little bit Just a and he grabs her and then they cut it together that she's safe. And it's like, uh, I'm glad that worked out. I don't really understand how that worked but sure <laughs> being being from living well not being from f- living in oakland california i'll tell you this about ice the more weight on the ice the better when you're trying to save someone so if somebody's out on the ice you gotta go out and get them don't don't let Probably. them <laughs> you gotta go out there in your normal shoes like luke did and and be like, I got you. Look in my eyes. Look in my eyes. Don't look away. Look only in my eyes. And don't fall into the into the water because I'm here and I'm Luke and I'm perfect. Everything's great now. Yeah. But they never so stop bickering. Now she's got, <laughs> oh, who knows why or how? I, her. Her foot is wet now, and that's very dangerous. You don't want to be somewhere cold with a wet foot. Yeah. You'll so lose it. she goes, yeah, probably. It'll fall right off. And she needs that. She's an ice skater. So uh, she goes to his place, and there's some decorations for Christmas, and she um, gets a new pair of pants and gets some socks and looks around at his pictures and it turns out he used to be a professional hockey player. Ooh, and um, intrigue. Isn't that interesting? I'm I'm so <laughs> interested. Holy cow. <laughs> they both skate. Amazing. He's got a kid too, <laughs> of course. He's the perfect man w- with no significant other well lou earlier is like hey bringing home the the tree to the to the lady the little lady and i'm like oh maybe he is married maybe we will get something from this but it's his kid i yeah as soon as he said the little miss or the little lady or whatever i was like oh that's a daughter (laughs) whenever it could be like the girlfriend yeah if they don't use the word girlfriend or fiance um or ball and chain then it is definitely a daughter (laughs) uh the classic ball and chain trope because it's because it sucks to be in a relationship um no it's the can't live with them can't live with no way they'll just drag you down to the bottom of the frozen lake um so so this kid is named uh charmony Shamani. Shamani, thank you. Yeah. I watched this with the I, subtitles on because I was too lazy to turn them off. Uh, oh, I see. <laughs> so I did see how it was spelled. Ends with an X. Is, is, have you heard yeah. this name before? No. I mean, it sounded French, 
And then I looked at oui. it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's French. Oui. But, like, it, <laughs> it's C-H-A-M-O-N-I-X. So if I were to read this as an American, <laughs> I'd say Chamonics. And I think Chamonics <laughs> sounds like a really rad, like, dance troupe name. <laughs> like, welcome out the Chamonics. Hey, everyone. <laughs> we're Chamonics. And we're, we do only <laughs> Christmas-themed dance routines. Hit it. Hark, hear the bells, sweet silver bells. <laughs> this kid oozes multiple roles as Annie. You can tell that she's been doing musical theater since inception. Like, in utero, she was singing Sun Will Come Out. Um, just something about the quality of her voice has a very, like, I have good diction kind of a thing you know what i mean did you get that at all from her probably not she was fine she was a good actor she was a good child actor i think i liked her yeah i think i liked her and lou best of everyone and 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 then everyone else i, I could take or leave i didn't care well julian was that was like was mixing it up at least oh yeah he was doing a thing I, I don't know if I, I liked the things he was doing, but he was doing a He thing, was doing sure. some stuff, at least. Um, <laughs> oh, and then mom calls up and is like, hey, I'm coming out. Here, here I'm going to come visit you. Isn't that going to be great? Just out of the, out of the clear blue yonder. <laughs> um, didn't ask to come. Eh. Anyway, mom's coming to visit. And then, of course, uh, in transit to another place, uh, what's her name? What's her What's her main character's name again? Claire. Claire sees sees uh, Luke and uh, the kid, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go tobogganing. Don't don't practice, because this whole movie, she's like, I gotta practice. I can't go to Christmas. I can't do anything. I gotta." I got a train, um, but they convince her to go down the best hill in a toboggan. She's like, I don't toboggan. And they're like, you are now. It's the best hill. It's a sh- when they show the hill, it's, well, it's moderate at best. <laughs> I would say <laughs> it's a hill. I mean, for tobogganing, you don't want it to be too steep. Um, but even so, it. I, I I tried to take notes at the beginning of this movie, like, oh, okay, I'm going to write down everything. So I have um, the phonetic spelling of shaman. So I'm like, I'm never going to remember that if I don't write that down. Yeah. And then I have toboggan. Now I'm bored. <laughs> 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 and then I stopped the movie and I was like, I'm coming back to this later. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I can't finish it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't. I took <laughs> so a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine and a half pages of notes because I have no life. How? I don't know. I write. How? I write big. <laughs> I write real big. Uh, is, is one page just the word scarf in like <laughs> block letters? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. You got you got it. Um, but at the at the top of of page seven, 
I do have an entire line that just says bland bland <laughs> and that was where I it's not for two more pages but uh yes the this this is where the movie sags <laughs> cuz like the main conflict is am I going to stay an athlete or am I going to retire and if I retire what am I going to do with my life should I stay Which or should I Which sounds like go? an interesting conflict yeah but they end up having the same conversation about it like three times oh boy and that conversation doesn't happen for like another 20 minutes into this movie so right now we're just you know tobogganing and like we don't really see any sort of sparkle between the two leads it's just like hey look they're tobogganing hey these two attractive people have found each other and like don't hate each other like she's lost at this point she's lost all of her uh i'm a sassy impatient city lady and and she's doing it she's becoming bland she's she's becoming placid and like one of the group if if this had any religious edge she'd like this would be the time where she's like okay i'll go to church with you guys (laughs) Or if it was like Stepford Wives, she'd like, I don't know. Okay, I'll put on the apron. <laughs> Turn. Right, right. It's. Because oh. like the main conflict with her and like Shamini and Luke is like, but I have to train. I don't I have, have to, time I don't have to time. spend with you. You guys are And like great. you can see. Yeah. You can see Shamini. She's like, oh my gosh, you're this figure skater that I love. But like. I mean, Luke, yeah, she's a pretty lady, and that's exciting. <laughs> Un- <But> until <laughs> Shamini said... What does he care? Until Shamini said that she was a famous figure skater, I did not get that at all. I thought she was just trying. But then Shamini's like, hey, you're famous. And I'm like, okay, if the kid says so, I'll take your word for it, kid. I have not been shown this. I now have to be told this. Um... Well, she did get silver in nationals. That's not nothing. Well, I don't, but I don't know what nationals means. I don't know, like, how big is nationals? How big is? It's it's national. Okay, That's why they okay, call it I guess so. <laughs> I'm I'm being too nitpicky. I got into a real negative space. I need I need to do some <laughs> meditation. That that's the thing with these movies. I always like start off like totally even keeled like maybe this will be fun like maybe this will be silly that'll be fine and then i get like i don't know 30 minutes into a movie and i'm like oh my god i've done it stop. again make it stop not another <laughs> bad movie why do i movie? always assume <laughs> sure and now you know why i call this yeah podcast there you go <laughs> this don't... is what i scream at 30 minutes in every time don't you love it when they say the title of the movie in the movie, it's it's not quite the same with podcasts where they say the title of the podcast in the podcast. But goddamn, not another bad movie. Why? Uh, for some reason, so Shamini um, is a is a hockey player. Her dad is getting her mm-hmm. to play hockey, and for some reason, she's got a stop sign on her jersey where the name would be, like right between the shoulder blades. Um, on her mm. on her jersey, she's got a little stop sign. It was a little movie detail I caught, and it was my favorite part of the film. 
That was what tickled that, me the most. Like the name of a position? Is that a <laughs> on a hockey? It team? says stop. It's just a stop sign on her jersey. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Exactly. I was like, this delightful <laughs> bit of whimsy. She's just got a, a, a stitched on stop sign on her jersey, and that's amazing and not addressed and doesn't mean anything to me, and I love it because it's something. Um, uh, she's trying to, like, indicate to her dad, like, stop making me be a hockey player. I don't care. I'm doing this for you, Dad. I'm not doing it for me. I love you. You're a great guy. You're a great oh, handyman and couldn't care less. Um, the, the, the whole town shows up for a tree lighting ceremony or something. That's what comes up next. Yeah. Cause it's Christmas. So they're gonna, you know, light a tree. This movie is the least Christmassy movie of any Christmas it's movie. It's so tacked on. It's, I feel like this was a script before, or they just put the Christmas in to sell it. I don't know. They, they, it. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's hot chocolate, there's caroling, there's a wood cutting competition. Yeah. Is it a competition? They say like everybody we got to cut wood for the bonfire. Um there's a there's the obligatory prayer circle, there's the militia march, there's the the wall staring. <laughs> There's, um, I don't know, the who could be more milk toast competition, where <laughs> they just wear different shades of beige. Um, <laughs> you know, small town stuff. <laughs> it's weird because it does sound like it's just, oh, what do we need? We need firewood. How are we going to get it? Y'all are going to do you it. You guys are going to do it. <laughs> right. But then, like, as soon as people start chopping wood, people are, like, clapping and are like, ooh, you're so strong. You're chopping wood. It's one at a time. We need enough We need enough wood for a giant blazing bonfire. Let's all watch as one person chops one piece of wood at a time. And yeah, we'll get this, this flashy city boy to do it with his giant tent-like scarf. And, of course... I know. I was yelling at him take off your scarf what are you doing and then he of course he get he like pins himself with the axe and the scarf and i'm like don't try to unwedge the axe just take off your scarf then unwedge the axe but of course he's all flustered so he's trying to unwedge the axe like an idiot megan megan this is a <laughs> gift this this piece of of physical comedy in this wasteland of a movie is a gift. Is it physical comedy? I mean, it's physical, and I think it's meant to be funny, so... I laughed. Sure. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed at it. I was like, look at Julian, that jackass. He's trying so hard to impress everyone, he can't do it. Uh, his, his greasy little head is sweating. Ah! <laughs> Loved it. I... I like physical comedy, but I had lost so much goodwill over the course of watching this movie. By the time we got to there, I was like, I hate everything. Even after your break? <laughs> you, you took a break and then yes, you jumped I back think in? This, this was the second day. And maybe I was just still hot from helping my friends move. And I was just like, Ugh. oh, damn, you you really punished yourself. You helped somebody move and then you watched this movie. God damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yesterday was was rough. Megan, you need a spa day. You need something. You need to treat yourself a little bit. I need to go to that resort. You need to go to a fucking snow-capped resort where they give just <laughs> cider for free, not even counting it. Just let it flow. Um, I did like the part where he like messes up his back yeah and then it's so the good. doctor like lifts him up and i was like there's no way she can lift him they're gonna cut away but she does she lifts him i'm like oh my god <laughs> uh so so uh julian the coach who shows up around the time mom shows up um and there, there's a little bit of uh tension between julian and the mom because the mom doesn't like julian and julian doesn't like anyone and that's fine um, but Julian becomes the, like the pratfall of the film where he just gets beat up left and right. Um, he hurts his back cutting wood. He like, he like hooks himself with a, with an ice fishing hook at some point. Um, and just so many scarves. Uh, <laughs> but uh, every time he his his adversary becomes this doctor at the at the the rehab place, who's like, all you need to do is fucking rest, dude. Just stop for a minute, please. And he won't. He won't stop before you kill before yourself. You kill. Before you literally die, because <laughs> it gets worse and worse every time he turns around. I'm like, oh man, uh, he's gonna fall down a cliff or something. So. After he hurts his back, there's this scene with the mom and what's her name again? Claire? I can't, yeah, yeah, okay. Mom and Claire at the fire and they start singing. This was this was where I blacked out. This is where I just <laughs> couldn't take it anymore. Um, and I don't remember what happens after this. So if you want to go into that or what happens sure. yeah because <clears throat> I, l- I actually literally kinda, can't remember <laughs> i actually kind of liked the scene because i was only a few minutes in on my second round <laughs> and <laughs> um because it kind of like actually articulated the problem which was claire trying to decide whether or not she should retire and her mom was like when you were a kid you used to think oh i can be this this and this and like the truth of the matter is even though you're an adult like you still could do all sorts of things with your life so well and isn't she kind of old to be a, a figure skater like i don't know that's the thing i don't know but she seems like in her late 20s yeah and gymnastics and like, figure skating seems like a like late teens, early twenties game to me. It really is, especially if you're going to be doing it like professionally, comp- competitively. Like, th- there's new <laughs> figure skaters that are getting better all the time, coming up behind you, and your body is not going to be able to do all the things that you want it to do. The Russians, it, it's just the Ukrainians. You're, you're, they're coming for you, Claire. <laughs> they're coming for yeah. you. Yeah. The Chinese girls that are pretending to be older than they are, they're also coming for you. <laughs> they're eight years old, but they've been stretched out <laughs> to look like they're 14. Um, uh-huh. They're coming they're for coming. you. But yeah, no one ever mentions like the age thing super directly. They're just like, well, you know, it might be time. And I would be totally cool with that 
being the only conversation they have about that. But then she ends <laughs> up having essentially the same conversation with Luke later yeah. in the movie. And I'm like, I feel like we could have done one or the other instead of both. Or maybe have Luke be there since he's everywhere. Just right. to have Luke like pop up behind their chairs being like, you know what I think? <laughs> I got to give my stubbly <laughs> I was a opinion. Professional hockey player. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what about the ice. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the, the doctor is helping out Julian with his back problems and totally lifts him up and grabs his butt. And I thought that was great. I also love that. <laughs> that was a good part of the movie. Was the, yeah, was the it was a highlight. Butt grabbing. Anyway, um, <laughs> Claire starts uh, tutoring uh, Charmin. What's her name? Charmini? I can't remember names. Yeah. Charmini. Um, in figure skating. Because little girls want to figure skate. They don't want to play hockey. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen. This movie knows what little girls want to do more. And it's wear pink and figure skate. Can't do both. Got to do one or the other. Um, but Claire then, and I quote, I did write down this quote. Nothing good comes from pushing too hard. She's she's learned as a character. She's She's become... <laughs> She's moved on from the beginning of the film. She's becoming a round character. This is cinema. This is a piece of cinema now because she's learning her lessons. <laughs> she's changed. She's changed in some way. It's beautiful. This is a great movie. Um, <laughs> then they go ice fishing. Some shenanigans happen there. Julian gets hurt. Yeah, it was weird because, I mean, Julian needs to be there so he gets hurt. But at first, it seems he doesn't want her to go ice fishing um, with Luke because it's going to take away time from her day from where she training, could be training. Yeah. But when later he's like, okay, fine, I'll show up. I don't know if he's thinking, I'm going to make it so miserable for you to be there that you're going to go train. Or if he's like concerned that she's going to be overly interested in Luke. And then, like, what, that's going to bother her training in the future? Or is he supposed to be romantically interested in her? Th- it was just, like, I th- unclear. I think the idea is just that Julian's trying to be a thorn and, like, has very complex, jealous feelings about Claire giving attention to another person. Even though he's... <laughs> it's complex. Listen, this is nuanced. He... He's coaching this other girl right but he's not self-aware enough to realize that that you know he was doing the same thing so now he comes in and he's like whoa what's this um no i mean they just needed him there for comedic effect and also i think he's a manipulative bastard who's like i'm gonna be in your face claire to remind you that you're not training right now I'm Julian and I'm and I'm greasy <laughs> and I'm wearing scarves and I'm and I'm ice fishing from here to Friday from here from here <laughs> six ways from Sunday I'm wearing scarves who <laughs> boy um this whole film at this point to me becomes an advertisement for cortisone 
they say the name cortisone <laughs> more times than they say Lou's name, than they say true the mom's name. Uh, cortisone becomes its own character. Dale? Yeah, it's what sort of Dale. name is is Dale for a woman? Sorry if you're a listener and your name is Dale and you're a woman, but I think your name is ridiculous. <laughs> Well, being named Dane, as I am, um, people have called me Dale by accident. Uh, and that's all I have to contribute to that. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Does it still feel like a masculine name to you? Is that an okay yeah, mistake Yeah, I mean, it's like Leslie or um, Dana. I've, I've known both Danas, both gendered Dana's. I haven't met a non-gendered a Dana point. yet, but that's it's a it's a good both way name for for folks who don't identify either way. Uh, so maybe Dale, we can throw Dale into that ring too. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But anyway, everyone's talking about cortisone all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because don't feel pain. Just just train. Just train harder. Get over the the fact that you have a a hook out of your ass right now <laughs> man at the one hour mark this was when one hour happened and i just i oh it was it was tough to keep going but i did this all in one one fell swoop and i did it <laughs> and there's just so much hot chocolate everyone's like hey we got nothing else to say want to go get some hot chocolate let's go get some hot chocolate it's a christmas movie it's winter let's go drink some <laughs> Some hot chocolate. Hot chocolate time. Um, Julian's trying to escape the hospital, and he's doing, like, some moves to avoid, some comedic moves to avoid the the doctor. But he just comes off as, like, some scarf-themed supervillain who's, like, tiptoeing in the hallways, like a a winter spy versus spy. I don't know. He's ridiculous, and I love him. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that because this is when I started looking at my phone. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're not talking during this for once. Because for all the things that happen in this movie, which is not a lot, they're talking through the whole thing, but nothing happens. Nothing happens and a lot of talking. I feel like whoever wrote this film was a former uh, soap opera writer, maybe? Possibly. Uh, just a lot of talking about things, but not a lot of doing. Um, no. Cortisone, cortisone, cortisone. That's all I've written in my in my notes. Uh, scarf blankets. Oh, and then mom's like, hey, let's go get some fucking crepes in this tiny town. Why are there cre- That's city folks junk. These these good-hearted people wouldn't eat crepes? Come on, movie. They must be near Montreal or something. <laughs> there you go. Like, her name is Charmony, and they're eating crepes. Oh, this is some pretty French shit going on. That's <laughs> what it is. So even Okay, so up in Canada, small-town people love crepes because of the French influences. I get it. Yeah. That's, that's my guess. Okay. Um... What what happens next? When when did you when did you get off your phone? 
Um, I know there's a scene where she goes back home and she's about to um, compete in nationals and her mom gets a Christmas tree and she's surprised that her mom got a Christmas tree and her mom's like, of course I got a Christmas tree. It's Christmas. (laughs) That's the next thing I remember. (laughs) Uh, There was a Lou pep talk in there. Lou does a pep talk, um, which was great. Oh, there is that. Oh, yeah. Lou and the mom have been flirting. Yeah, there's a subplot. There's a subplot to the non-existent plot uh, where Lou and and Dale like start start making eyes at each other. And it's kind of cute. I thought it was kind of cute. It was. I believed them. Yeah. Despite the age difference more than I believed the main character and her guy. Okay. A hundred percent. There was an age difference, though, right? Like Lou seems. Oh, yeah kind of a bit younger than than dale <laughs> but it was yeah but dale could get it D- dale I, can I get it that, that worked dale <laughs> dale fucks you know it lose she got over that dead husband so fast <laughs> dale's been over that dead husband dale dale's like you work too hard bye bye <laughs> husband you gave me a champion daughter. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to the mountains. I'm going to find a snow-capped handyman who's just just kind of a dude. Um, and at this point, so during the Lou Pep talk, uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb plays in the background, which I thought was very odd. Um, but cl- There's a lot of interesting, like, music going on where it was like it it was like not good music at the beginning but it becomes more egregious at the end especially like when she's doing her routine on ice oh yeah there's no talking (laughs) you really are just keyed into the music and you're like what the hell is happening it's just a bunch of christmas music i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming this must have been free music that you downloaded off the internet that you did not pay anyone for it was all public domain it had to have been it had to have been. <laughs> they don't got a budget. They spent all their budget on this high class resort place. Um, Claire cries. <laughs> Why does she cry? What are you talking about? She cries. About? I don't know what you're talking she about. She cries. At one point, she cries. She's like. Okay, I believe you. And Lou gives her a pep talk. I think she cries at the end of the pep talk, or she cries when. Okay, because, okay, holy cow. I'm remembering. I'm remembering now because I didn't take notes on this. Um, Julian goes to uh, Luke and is like, leave her alone, bucko. She needs to do her thing. And then Luke's like, "Oh right, you can't tell her what to do. I'm Luke. And Julian's <laughs> like, she's not going to give up. She's not going to give up on her dreams. Like you did. Like you did, you you know nothing. You crumb bum. And then <laughs> and then uh Luke's like, Oh man, Julian, you're right. You're so wise and smart and good looking. And then <laughs> go he Luke goes to Claire and is like, I don't want you anymore. I don't want you. You gotta go and be an ice skater. Go That's what you're meant to do. Don't give up on Leave your Leave this place. Don't give you up on your dreams for my 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 stubbly, vaguely rugged visage. 
I, I am not for you. This place is not for you. You belong on the ice and with a medal around your neck. You're a city girl. You're a city girl. You can never fit in with our good home country crepes and our million okay, dollar this mansions. This version that we just made is so much better than what happens in the movie, I guess. We should say. be dialogue writers. We should write dialogue for Christmas <laughs> movies. Um, I'm down. <laughs> and... Anyway, she cries. So that was pathos. That was a little bit of something. A little, little grit. She, uh, water <laughs> comes out of her face. And it's great. Um, and then she goes and she skates, right? The rest... Yeah, she do. And she wins. Hooray. The rest of my notes are... And they do that thing where she's on TV and Charmony and Luke, uh, Luke are on the couch. Yeah. And so you see it from their perspective. So you can't really tell who it is on screen. Can't it's tell. just some blonde is skating. <laughs> <laughs> Which helps because she does one triple axel. And, and wins. She wins it. Right. She landed it That's and she so wins. That's so crazy. She does one triple <laughs> axel and she wins nationals. <laughs> what the hell? Megan, I get a feeling that you know figure skating a little bit. Um, <laughs> you should write not much, but you should write a ne- I mean, figure skating movie. You should do it. I mean, compared to the people who wrote this, yes, I know a lot more about figure skating. <laughs> Meaning, you know anything about figure skating <laughs> besides triple axles? Who boy? The, oh goodness! The rest of my notes are just. Uh, everybody's filmographies that i found interesting so she goes she claire goes back to the town the the end yeah, and she says to julian you know i'm not gonna go to worlds after nationals i know i said i was going to but, but I'm, I'm not gonna retire and he's like but i worked so hard on making you a champion and i need you to go on to the next thing and make me a champion again and she's like well you can always go back to anna that girl you were nagging me about it's good and he's like okay oh you're right right." i was probably gonna do that anyway i was probably gonna double cross you because i'm julian and i'm kind of a dick um so uh with your blessing i shall goodbye Hey, hey, yeah. hey, kid. Hey, young, young uh, skater girl. That kind of sucked, but we're going to make it better. That was his last line. We, we'll work on it. Oh, yeah. Ugh. He's like, hey, I really liked what you did. Just work on your extensions. We can work on that we're, together. We're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. Yeah. Um, all of these people have been in so many Christmas movies. It's. I didn't realize that Christmas movies was like a fucking industry man it's oh yeah uh charmin charmony harmony what's her name yeah charmony yeah charmony she was in jingle all the way too uh and something called a cookie cutty (laughs) a cookie cutter christmas which i feel like i've heard before i feel like i've seen that movie but i i don't know done some bad movies here in this space um (laughs) Uh, Julian has been in a lot of movies too, uh, including uh, Puppy Star Christmas, Becoming Santa. Does that have Dean Cain? No, I didn't see any more Dean Cain oh. ones, but Dean Cain's been in okay. a lot of Christmas movies. Because Dean Cain loves puppy movies. <laughs> Does he? And Christmas movies. Yeah, he's been in like seven movies about puppies. <laughs> well, okay, so, so the Air Bud people went on to make their own uh, puppy and animal-themed production company. 
Um, they did Most Valuable Primate. Uh, they did Space uh. Buddies. They did uh, Santa Paws, uh, the Santa Pups, which Julian was in. Um, so I think that Julian is in with this production company because he's been in a lot of the puppy movies too. So him and Dean Kane are probably tight. Uh, but he was also in yeah. a gift wrapped Christmas, uh, Santa buddies. Um, just, yeah, he's been in a lot of Christmas movies. It's a whole thing. I think that the most serious mainstream act- actor might be the kid. Uh, cause she was in some like real TV shows for a number of episodes. So she's a budding, budding actor. She's doing a great job. They're all doing Cool. doing it they're all making that chatter i don't know i don't know if claire's doing anything okay i think that if claire i see all these things as script problems because these these actors it are is. trying their best that. you know they're just not really i didn't see like anyone really sleepwalking it just they didn't have any occasion i feel like any extreme emotion would have been super yeah. out of place because of the circumstances that they were put in. You know, putting undue stress into uh, a role that doesn't call for it is kind of, like, weird and, and unseemly. So they were given <laughs> Bland, so they gave Bland, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Oh, and uh, she goes back and... Oh my god, we're um, not done yet! Oh no! No. <laughs> <laughs> she goes back and she sees Luke and Charmony and she just kind of creeps up behind them and she's like, I'm back. And they're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you came back. I guess we're married then, now. I guess we got to get married now. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, I decided that, you know, there's more to life than, you know, pushing yourself for, you know, gold and got to get the gold. You know, I, I can be happy and, and I'm going to, and now and, I'm going to put all of my, my, troubles on you Charmony and make you into the next uh, figure skater who only wants gold and the cycle continues in <laughs> and then she becomes Julian a fall for Christmas too a fall from grace <laughs> oh. and it gets dark and gritty because the town dries is, up is that what we're writing together yeah cause, because because the economy of the town runs on crepes and Luke's business, which doesn't work. It doesn't function. Right, because he's just giving things away. Yeah. And and so the town dries up and all they've got is skating. And so the whole and town cortisone and cortisone. <laughs> and the and the doctor's like like cortisone owns me now so i've i've given up my morals and and then we can make it about the opiate for crisis uh uh-huh and then charmony is like the town's last hope but she's hooked on opioids and oh man it's it's dark it's a dark film a fall for christmas Ah. (laughs) Yeah, so it all ends up fine, though, in this movie. In this version of the film, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Lou, uh, oh, and her mom goes back to the town, too, with her. And she talks to Lou, and I guess they're together now, too. Do they? I didn't remember that part, but I believe it. 
Hooray! I, <laughs> I the movie it almost like because nothing really happens, so I can't say that it ends too soon. But it does kind of end abruptly. They're just kind of like chatting, and then it, the music gets loud, and then it's over, and you're like, "Well, the, th- uh, the thing what? with <laughs> no plot movies is that they there can't be an end because there was no beginning or middle. So right <laughs> when there's no storyline. Any ending feels like, like, wait, oh, I guess, oh, yep, oh, yeah, it's done. Okay, it's done now. Because there was there was no <laughs> rising action, there was no, ah, uh, there was nothing, <laughs> there was nothing here. It was a lot of marshmallow fluff. Um, it was the snow cone of a movie. <laughs> yeah. No, no flavoring even. Not even. even. Just snow in a in a little I'll take container. one plain Canadian Christmas snow cone please <laughs> hold the crepe because <laughs> you put crepes on those things um, I'm sure how do we rate this so thing I guess we can judge yeah. this movie um, it's one to five stars in terms of quality and then one to five whatevers in terms of how funny and mockable the movie is okay. so I don't know. Ice skates for mockability and just stars for stars. <laughs> How about Christmas stars on top of the okay, Christmas tree? Case. Christmas stars. Yeah. I give it. What, what would you say? Yeah. I would give it a two out of five. Is that a five? Yeah. Okay. Both are out of five. Okay. I give it a two out of five Christmas stars for quality because it was a very clean movie. And, like, I would say it was edited well, um, and it looked pretty. The The actual script, like, like scenes kind of, they, they went together pretty well. Like, nothing was like, well, besides Luke just showing up everywhere... Uh, <laughs> there wasn't any inexplicable like cuts or like it wasn't cutting too quick. It just was kind of it was it was solidly put together. Um, yeah. Except those cones in the in the no, I'm saying one and a half. Those cones in the stairwell really got me. No, one and a half stars. <laughs> Damn you, cones! Fuck you, cones! What are you doing in that stairwell? Get a better set. <laughs> One and a half stars for quality. And then okay. mockability, and then I'm mockability. gonna give it three point two ice skates. So like okay. three pairs of ice skates and some laces. Uh for mockability. Uh because it, it was so bland uh that you really had to get your imagination going to to kind of extrapolate some wild shit uh it just there there was so little here there was so little to jump off of um yeah but i did have fun um uh making fun of it here in this place (laughs) yeah i i think i'll give it it's hard because the script should get like a star right but then everyone else like showed up 
you know? Yeah, you're <laughs> right. I'm giving it like, I'm giving it two and a half. I'll give it two and a half for the for everybody <laughs> who worked so hard on it. So I guess the three Yeah, there I guess you go. that's where you land yeah. when in that situation. Um and then in terms of mockability, usually if a script is, you know, bonkers then I'll be like, oh, well, it's high mockability because that doesn't even make sense. But in this case, it wasn't so much that it was far-fetched. It was just like, what if a girl went to a resort and then she met a guy and he was nice? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's not crazy. <laughs> what if a girl... So... Well, just hang on with... <laughs> just, just let me finish with this one. What if a girl went to a nice place... <laughs> Met a nice guy, and it was nice. Can you picture that? Yeah. It's kind of hard, but wrap your <laughs> head around that one for a sec. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess, like, one ice skate or half an ice skate. Just the skate, not even the boot. <laughs> just the skate. <laughs> the, met, the sharp metal part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what I'd give it for mockability. Damn, yeah. Be- between my well, my laces, between my laces and your skate, we 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 nearly got a full skate with that one. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um. Well, thanks for suffering through this movie. Yeah, you're welcome. I had fun. And for taking nine pages worth of notes. <laughs> I write big. I write big. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, can you tell the people what PJC cast is and sure. how they can find it? Yeah, uh, I am on a sh- on a podcast. I do a podcast called the PJC Cast, also known as the Proud Jacuzzi Crew, where we do would you rather's and other fun things. Um, we are on all of your pod places. If you know where to get a pod thing cast, uh, then we'll be there. Uh, you can look us up the PJC cast. Um, it's a it's a weird, kind of surreal podcast where we're in a place called Anytown USA, and it's always a balmy autumn evening, and uh, we're in a hot tub, a very real hot tub that isn't fake at all, <laughs> and and me and my ho- co-host Jimmy do uh would you rathers and we do a, a segment called lonely hearts where we find online personal ads read them out loud and discuss whether the two people that we present would fall in love with each other um and we also play Mary fuck kill which which is less gross than you'd think because we do atypical Mary fuck kill things um like maybe apple types like Gala Apples, Jazz Apples, and Granny Smith's. Who knows? You know? It, it's weird. Anyway. That's a hard call. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how, how I feel about that. Because Granny Smith's are, like, good for baking, but I wouldn't just, like, eat them. Yeah. Okay. See? Um, I'll See? I'll think about that. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good segment. Anyway. Um, yeah. Catch us on all the other, all the places that the things happen. Um, the PJC cast. I'm cool. Done. I'm done. With <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, you can find uh, Not Another Bad Movie podcast on Twitter at NABM podcast. 
or NABM pod. I should probably look that up. I'll let you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and our website is not another bad movie podcast. com. There is a Patreon if you want to throw us a dime. It always helps. One um, single dime. <laughs> Shiny. Or however much you can spare. Uh, if it's more than a dime, I would love more than a dime. More than a dime is great um, because with Patreon, you get three cents out of that dime. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get their cut. Um, they got to. Yep. I think I think that's it. All right. Uh, we'll be here every uh, second week of the month. So happy Christmas in July. Happy Christmas. Yay. Bye. Bye.